Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. Season 2, episode 32 of What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale. Lots going on today. So, uh, weird day yesterday. Um, Lisa joked uh, late in the day, she goes, my God, our doorbell rang twice today, which is like unheard of. Our doorbell never rings, and that's okay. Uh, We like it that way. We like it quiet. Uh, But it rang twice. Now, the first one was legit. It was uh, our irrigation company came by to winterize our sprinkler system. Uh, So that was A-OK, and I actually knew that was happening, but forgot. Um, I was in my calendar, but I hadn't looked at my calendar, uh, where I put those things at the very top. Um, uh, but then later on in the day, um, I don't know, four o'clock or so, uh, an elderly woman comes to our door and she's wondering if our home, our house is actually a spectrum location. What the hell? Well, it turns out. And if you're in this area and you Google Spectrum near me, there's a Spectrum listing with our address. And if you click on it, there's our house. The pin is on our house. Could be problematic. There's a phone number on there. And if you call it, it sounds very, very scammy. At first, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to follow the prompts because suddenly... (laughs) They're going to have my social security number and my birth certificate and <laughs> be screwed, right? Uh, but it doesn't. Here's what it does. It goes through the prompts and then it's sort of like, if you want to pay your bill, press one. You press one and then it's like, call Spectrum. And they give you a different number to call. So then that kind of makes me feel like, is this somebody fucking with me right now? Is this somebody thinking this is funny and they might send a bunch of people to our house or something? Well... The joke will be on them because we've called authorities in a number of different ways. We've reported to Google. Uh, so <clears throat> we'll see what happens with that. We'll see how many times our doorbell rings today. And who knows how long it's been up there. <clears throat> right? It could have been up there for months. And this is just the first person who didn't drive by going, well, that's not Spectrum. So why would I bother going in there? And this lady was like, well, maybe. <laughs> so not sure what that was all about. But uh, kind of a weird... Not sure what to think about that. Um, so if it is somebody messing with me, I went to actually change. You can <clears throat> go and suggest edits, and I tried to do that. And of course, it said we can't verify you, so we're not, we're not. And and usually that has to do with either signing in or I think I was on incognito. But either way, uh, just kind of a crazy thing that's going on at our house right now. Um, as crazy things do happen at our house. Um, coming up today, uh, there's no winners in this week's mashup. A couple of entries to talk about that in a minute. Um, got lots of entertainment news and a bit more about my physical rehabilitation stuff. So we'll talk about all of those things uh, as we go through the program today. Uh, but first, let's talk about the mashup. Um, there were just three entries. All the songs were right, as I imagined they would be, but the commonality is not right yet. So we got to find um, we got to find somebody who understands the the nature of these songs and what they all have in common. And this isn't just some made-up BS that I'm like, well, they were my favorite songs. And, you know, they, it's just not, it's not just some bullshit like that. These all have a legitimate thing in common. 
and uh, and we'll find out what that is by the end of the week. Uh, hopefully, somebody will get it, and we can talk about that. But um, I'm I'm actually thinking no one's going to get it this week. That's to, that's what I'm thinking. So anyway, here is the mashup right here, uh, and then I got a quick little story about the last song in the mashup. Here's the mashup. It's uh, a bunch of songs, and they sound like this. <laughs> Okay, so the story that I'm about to tell about Sarah McLaughlin's um, angel, uh, the arms of the angel, uh, has nothing to do with the mashups. Don't confuse this with with some sort of theme in the music. Um, I was on the air at a radio station called WIFC in Wausau, Wisconsin, when that song was a hit. And this is a more of a pop station. It was an adult pop station. And um, our boss, our program director at the time, uh, was warning us. He's like, "Look, this song, this song is going to be a big hit, and it's going to be. We're going to be playing it all the time, and it will bring everything to a <laughs> screeching halt." He's it's so slow, you know. It's just so, and we're we're an upbeat station, but you got to play the hit, right? And it's going to be in heavy rotation, so we're going to have it a lot. And so he was reminding us to make sure that before and after that we appropriately. Um, bring the 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 you know kind of the rhythm of the programming down and back up again. So uh, and I just I'll never forget that. And um, when I started there, uh, I did overnights and I did mornings. I, I goofed around with the morning show as well. I prepped for the great Howard Grinnett while I was there as well. Um, Grinnettsky, some might know him as Howard Grinnettsky. Um, at any rate, uh, that song just is in you know, kind of an indelible mark on my head just because of that. I never had a program director ever say, this is going to be a big hit and I'm really sorry, guys, but we're going to <laughs> have to suck it up. Song's great, by the way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Sarah McLaughlin's an excellent artist. I think she's wonderful. Um, but that is a, like when you're trying to keep things cooking, that's a, that's a tough one right there. That is, uh, it, it's going to bring the mood down, <laughs> down a little bit. Enough about the mashup. Only time I'm talking about it today, too. On to entertainment news. Lots of entertainment news today. Um, Several hundred Hollywood figures signed an open letter to Biden on Israel. No hostage can be left behind. That's the theme. Um, I guess if you have a voice, use it. If you feel very passionate about a thing, I guess use it. I always feel weird 
about celebrities saying, you know, I'm for this, I'm for that. I'll never forget a guy uh, talking about global warming once. He's like, well, I remember my childhood back in Minnesota and we used to have snow up to here. And, and I'm like, I, I think we all remember our childhoods differently. Like things were just seemed bigger back then, right? But anyway, these, these artists have gotten together and said, you know, that they, they wanted to thank President Biden. Um, so some of these artists include Bradley Cooper, Gal Gadot, Courtney uh, Cox, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, and Amy Schumer. Uh, there's hundreds of them, though. Uh, a lot of names I wouldn't have typically recognized. But anyway, they go on to say, "Thank you for your unshakable moral conviction and leadership, and uh, uh, other things." And they're really saying, though, we all want the same thing: freedom for Israelis and Palestinians to live side by side in peace. This is a quote from the letter. Freedom from the brutal violence spread by Hamas, and most urgently in this moment, freedom for the hostages. And they go on, and they, you know, they even say, you know, this was on the day where hostages were released, and but there still are hostages. Let's not give up this this battle to to get hostages released. Um, again, I, I it's newsworthy um, on a number of fronts, um, but the entertainment community is. You know, firm. It's an interesting thing because when you read through the whole what's going on over there thing, it's hard to tell like where it all went wrong and why it's wrong. Like, I mean, you know when and like what happened that caused conflict there. You understand that, but you don't understand who's right or wrong. And like, I just feel like so where they say there's one kind of thing that I liked in here was we all want the same thing: freedom for Israelis and Palestinians to live side by side in peace. I think that that's the point. You know, there's almost, there's got to be a way to do that and then just get rid of this Hamas that is messing everything up in, in, in Gaza. It's, it just, you know, they're the violent ones. They're the kind of the thorn in everybody's side over there. So there's probably a way to do the first thing, but not with those guys around. Anyway, it's a, it's a complicated situation. Um, and I, I don't know how, I, I don't know how much. I, you know, I can get involved in it just because I'm not, I'm dumb and I don't want to, it's not something I want to fit into my brain right now. Um, and I, I don't mean that to be cold or callous, just isn't something I'm able to squeeze in there. Uh, let's go on to the next story. Uh, I almost forgot to do that. Kurt Cobain's daughter, Frances Bean, is married to Tony Hawk's son, the famous skateboarder. Riley Hawk um, is his name. It's her second marriage, his first marriage. Um... The musical entertainment was provided by R.E.M.'s Michael Stipe, who, by the way, is Francis's godfather. Her godmother, Drew Barrymore. Now, when you think of Kurt Cobain, you know, icon, um, you know, setting the world on fire with a different type of music. Um, you know, Nirvana's rise to fame was just insane. Um, you just, I, it's hard for me to believe that they... Like it's hard for it's not hard for me to believe. I mean, I can, I'm seeing it right here, but it's hard for me to understand the nature of how Drew Barrymore and Michael Stipe got involved. You know, you just don't know. I guess who, you know, some of these celebrities who unlikely friends. I guess, um, but that, I just found that probably the most interesting part of the whole idea. I mean, the idea that they got married—not such a big idea. The fact that the Godfather is Michael Stipe and. Godmother's Drew Barrymore is pretty interesting to me. Jeremy Renner is hinting at a collection of songs inspired by his uh, near-death experience. Um, that's I, I, Kudos to Jeremy Renner. I mean, geez. 
Uh, first time I saw him after it, he's walking on a talk show with a cane and he's good spirits. Um, you know, just inspirational, just like, it doesn't matter. This is the thing. I got to get over it. Moving on. And I love that. I thought that was really, really cool. All right. I'm going to get this guy's name wrong. Uh, I've practiced it a couple of times, but I'm going to get it wrong anyway. Rob Mc... McHelleny, that's it. Rob McHelleny and Chris Pratt have teamed up. Oh, this is going to suck. Uh, <laughs> that was an alarm going off telling me to take out the garbage. How real is that shit? Uh, all right. Rob McKelleny and Chris Pratt teamed up to give Ryan Reynolds his 47th birthday present. Rob McKelleny is Ryan Reynolds' partner in owning Wrexham AFC Soccer Club. And um, his present to Ryan a park in the heart of Wrexham, Wales. The Ryan Rodney Reynolds Memorial Park will be a park filled with, quote, open green spaces, pop-up restaurants, and movie screenings, unquote. There will also be actual green lanterns throughout the park. That, my friends, is where it gets funny uh, because that is Ryan Reynolds' like regret movie. <laughs> it was awful. And... Um, He's kind of jokingly associated with that movie forever now. Um, and I th- that made me laugh. There's a great video out there um, where Chris Pratt and Rob McElhenney are uh, talking about this. And then they have kind of video of what the park's going to be like and all this. Um, but it's going to be an actual park. The, Ro- the Ryan Rodney Reynolds Memorial Park. Uh, something somebody's going to have to go visit, I think, at some point in time. So, see how that goes. All right, that's my reflection music. Learning from my mistakes that used to be in season one. And here it's just things that are got to slow things down and be reflective on the moment. Um, so, <clears throat> as I've mentioned, and as you may know if you listen, uh, I am going to be starting a journey on rehabilitating my physical health. And um, started losing weight a while back. That's going super well. Started to do some strength training and, and be working with Brad Arnett, uh, trainer to uh, all kinds of awesome people. Um, and uh, there, But there's this problem that I had. And this is where Brad and I ended the last time. We ended on perfectly good terms. It's just that we hit a roadblock that we couldn't, we didn't know how to get over. Um, I was strong enough to walk. I was strong enough to go upstairs and downstairs. Um, but psychologically I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't like, even with a a pair of crutches, I I would just lock up and just everything would tense up. I'd get nervous and sweaty and, uh, just thinking about taking that first step without, you know, a wheelchair. Um, the story of the wheelchair, uh, the entirety of the story of the wheelchair is in that podcast, but I'll explain to you that on around my 40th birthday. This is in that that podcast episode, but um, on my 40th birthday, I had hurt my back really bad, and my girlfriend at the time was trying to get me to go to this party. We gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Well, of course, I'm starting to figure out that this is a surprise birthday party, and I can't miss it. I literally can't. My back is so bad, I can't, I can't be upright. I just can't. So I had been using the wheelchair for little things here and there just because my back had been so bad. So now I, I use it. I go to this party. I was a little bit embarrassed that I was in the wheelchair. Um, but pretty much since then, um, I've used the wheelchair almost exclusively. And um, 
I'm 55 now, so you can do the math on that. So it's hard to stand, like when I stand up right now, I mean, I actually feel a little uh, afraid of heights. Like and I'm holding on to parallel bars when I'm standing up. And I feel like, Jesus, you know, I mean, my brain and my body is scarred with injuries, surgeries, um, scars from wounds. And, uh, you know, you just think like it's always in my head. Now I want to fall. I'm going to get hurt. Don't the getting hurt part is the terrifying thing. Um, sports psychologists deal with this all the time. Somebody suffers a really big injury. Some of them can't come back from it the way they were before because they, that's in the back of their head. Um, so that's a part that I don't know how to get over yet. Um, there's just this kind of mind fuck that goes on. I'm strong enough. I have all the tools to be able to do it. Can I really do that? Can I really get past that and take that first step? Um, and then just start moving around more. Um, so I've been up and standing almost every single day. Uh, and that part's going well. I feel good. Um, I feel pretty secure. I don't know if I can move from there yet. That's the next step. But um, yeah, that's that's a thing. So you can keep listening as I go through this, this little thing that I'm going through. And uh, I'll keep you posted on all of those things and any progress that we make uh, as we go along. But that's, uh, that's the story for right now. And that, my friends, is what's eating kale today. Coming up, we got Ben Holtz, all kinds of football news and good and bad. Um, I've got Carol Summary coming up uh, next week. And uh, until tomorrow, make it a good one.